0: Thank you for listening to Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible, a new, much funnier translation of the entire Hebrew Bible written by me, David Tuckman. I'm coming to you from my living room, sickly edited over some room tone to make it sound like I'm whispering to you before the show. If this is your first time listening, don't worry. We just started Exodus, so you can jump right in. If catching up first is more your thing, you can try the first four Just the Bible Bits episodes of the show, which will speed through all of Genesis. Or, you can listen to the massive playlist on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com omgwtfbible. Every month on the show, a guest joins me at a live event somewhere on earth to read a portion of the Hebrew Bible while I make fun of it. Then I release it in weekly podcasts. You're listening to episode 23.4, the final installment of Shmot or Names, which is what Jews call the first portion in the book of Exodus. My reader this time around is Mordechai Levovitz, executive director of Jewish Queer Youth. The next installment will start the next reading called Vayera in Hebrew and will be out in a week. This time around, Moshe confronts the Pharaoh and things don't go well. If you enjoy this show and have something you'd like to share, drop me a line at omgwtfbible at gmail.com. You might also want to consider signing up for the mailing list by clicking on the link in the rightmost column on omgwtfbible.com. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it in the iTunes store. It only takes a minute, and really helps. Now, the recap. Previously, in the Bible, God created literally everything, including a guy named Yaakov, who changed his name to Israel and had a ton of children. They all became enslaved in Egypt until God remembered and decided to save them. Enjoy the show. For thousands of years, we've been under the impression the Bible was meant to be taken seriously. Finally, a new translation that'll change all that. This is Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible. Reach out, touch faith. Chapter 11, in which Moshe and Aaron meet in initial roadblock,
1: Exodus 5 to 5:5. After Moshe and Aaron went to Paro, this is what Yehovah Yisrael's Elohim said. Send my nation and let them have a festival to me in the desert. That's not what he said at all. Right. Yeah. Um, who is Jehovah? Good question. Why should I listen to him and send Yisrael, Paro said. I don't know Yehovah. <laughs> also- I don't know a Yehovah. I don't know any of you. <laughs> Why are you even here? Also, <laughs> I'm not gonna send Yisrael. The Elohim of the Hebrews called on us, they said to Paro. Well, la-dee-da. Please let us go on a three-day journey into the desert. We'll sacrifice to Yehovah our Elohim so he doesn't attack us with plague or sword. Why would Moshe and Aaron disrupt the nation's work, the king of Mitzrayim said. Go to your own burdens. Go to your own burdens is the biblical equivalent of mind your own business. There are so many of them now. You want them to stop working? Yeah. That's chapter 11, chapter 12, in which things get even worse
0: for the slave. Exodus 5, 6 to five twenty one. This is the
1: last one. Bring us home, Mordecai. Don't give the people straw to make their bricks like you did yesterday and the day before. Pyro commanded his slave drivers and guards that day. Now they'll have to gather their own straw. (laughs) But... They have to make the same number of bricks as yesterday. Don't reduce it. They are lazy. That's why they're crying out and asking to leave and sacrifice to their Elohim. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Make their men work harder and they'll do it. Don't listen to their lying words. Well, God did say this would happen, so. Yes, this is like he's like the first Republican. Yeah, (laughs) the slaves are lazy. They're lazy. They're lazy. That's why they want a break. They're not entitled to free (laughs) stuff for (laughs) their break. Straw? Terrible. Right. Um, The nation's slave drivers and guards left. Paro said, they said, I won't give you straw anymore. Collective gasp. You've got to go and get straw wherever because your workload hasn't been reduced a single drop. The nation scattered throughout Mitzrayim to gather straw. Finish today's work. You must work as though you had straw, the driver said, urgent. Hmm. The guards of the sons of Israel, who had been appointed by Paro slave drivers, were beaten. Why didn't you fill your orders of bricks like yesterday? No. Yesterday should have matched today. This is like, um, what's that movie um, uh, about slavery in America? The Ten Commandments, the, oh. Uh, that new one, um, the one 12, that won the Oscar. 12 Years a Slave. Yes, yeah. yes. That's what, right. this is what
0: they based it totally. on.
1: Totally. <laughs> the sons of Yisrael's guards came to Paro. Why do you treat your slaves this way? They shouted. It to power, baby. You don't give your slaves straw, but you tell us, make bricks? Your slaves are being beaten. You have sinned on your nation. You are lazy, Paro said, lazy. That's why you're asking me to leave and sacrifice to Jehovah. This guy's an asshole. Now get to work. You won't be given any straw, but you'll still need to make the same amount of bricks. The sons of Israel saw how screwed they were when they said, do not diminish your daily tally of bricks. The guards found Moshe and Aaron waiting for them when they left Paro. May Jehovah look upon you and judge you, the guard said. You've soured our scent in Paro's eyes and his slave's eyes. Mixed metaphor, you don't smell with your eyes. Come on, Torah. You've put a sword in their hands to kill us, and that is chapter twelve. Thank you, Mordecai. <laughs> I
0: have a drink. Your voice must be tired. Let's give it up for Mordecai. That's chapter. It's smoke. So. You've noticed I'm calling this one names. The uh, nomenclature of how we name the books and the parshiot comes from the first word or so. Uh, in the English, it, it's more thematic. Um, but when you use the first word or so, it's more of a non-sequitur. So that story was called names. Sure. Okay. Um, now we come to a section of the show called the Devar Torah. Devar Torah literally means Torah word. So I'm going to ask you, Mordechai, if you... What is your divartora? Could you sum up this entire parsha into one word?
1: Oh, wow. one word? One word. Oh, bitchiness. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say bitchiness. I would say hesitance. hesitance. There's a lot of hesitance. Yes. There's, there's hesitance kind of at every step of the way. Yeah. Even taro seemed hesitant. There's just, just... Un- lack of a certain sense of being sure, having plans not really work out the way, saying one <laughs> thing and doing another, yeah. just a lot of hesitance.
0: I like it, interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't, I, I, if you have to ask for one word, although I, one I, word. I don't um, like questions that are like, give me one word, give me one word. word. Well, I mean, there's a Dvar Torah, you have to have a Dvar Torah. But that's not one word, Dvar Torah <laughs> is not, that's like <laughs> no, in your, no. in your like, super show, when the Dvar Torah exactly. is just one word. The rabbi and, gets up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like good Shabbos. Hesitance. <laughs> Everyone drink. And then yeah, finish. Uh, yes. yeah. that's your your fantasy show. That's that you, my fantasy. show. Well, we cool. started out like creating like your your fantasy ritual. Maybe that. Yes, would we be were it. talking about that before. My fantasy ritual. If there, if I had a
0: fantasy service, every single prayer and every sermon would be one word. You'd be done in five minutes.
1: I, I, true. I, I think, I mean, I, I'm always left with every time I, I read a literal ish translation of the Bible, yes. it, how much it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. No, 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 and it's true, it really does. And the idea that anybody can be a literalist yes. is absurd. Right. It's it's absurd. It's obviously it must be taken in a certain sense of a metaphor and understanding. It just it cannot. It doesn't make any sense. No. It's just non sequitur after non sequitur. It does. I mean, this is just ridiculous. You cannot understand it uh, uh, on face value. It's it's no. just impossible as an adult. Maybe as a child. Well, that's uh, why you learn. Right. But but there's no. There's, right. right. Yeah. And that's really what we no, do. Exactly.
0: Um, my Devar Torah, my Torah word was calling okay. or, or, um, like being called to something because I it, like, this is the, be- this is cool. Cause the last half of Genesis or in the beginning is very much a hero's quest, but this is even like Moses is Luke Skywalker. It's great. He's mm-hmm. being called like this Parsha is the call to adventure and like the, him leaving his home, not having a home because he kills the guy, his home is destroyed. Uh, he's there's. A lot of hesitance yeah. <laughs> during the call to adventure, probably a little bit too much lengthening the story because God gets a little, you wind that guy up, he's gonna talk for hours. Um, <laughs> I don't want to bump it to God at a party.
1: Is Aaron but Han Solo? Aaron is,
0: yeah, Okay. <laughs> he's so, just yeah. in it for the money. Who's Chewbacca? Um, Chewbacca is uh, Joshua. Oh, okay. oh well, really? <laughs> the staff, maybe.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. I don't know. There aren't enough characters. I wish there was a a Chewbacca.
1: There should be kind of like a Star Wars version of the Bible. I would would love to watch that. That would be awesome. Well, Well,
0: Battlestar Galactica is pretty biblical, too. That's like kind of the... um, like the Jews wandering in the desert, the, the Galactica searching for the promised planet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my Devar Torah, but do you have any, um, before we finish up, before we talk about, uh, before we close the thing out, do you have any final thoughts about this Parsha? It's weird switching gears to this, because when there is less that we read, it's easier to find a thematic string to tie it all up, but a lot happened in this. Mm-hmm. You did seem um, a little bit disturbed by some of the stuff that we read, Beyond me saying that God was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know was why there, that bothers. Was, was there anything new to you that you read in this,
1: or that you want to take away? Well, certainly, I think that the um, that that little chapter that happens right after um, uh, Moses uh, is supposed to be going into Mishraim, the right, thing, right? Yeah, and and all of a sudden God attacks him. Yes. Uh, and and then uh, and then Zipporah quickly circumcises their son. I mean, I I think that I. I vaguely remember that, and I'm sure there are many Dvar Torahs so, on that yeah. chapter, and I'm sure the Talmud and and, and and Rashi probably has a field day with that. <laughs> but oh, um, yeah. but but I will tell you, yeah. But it, that was Russian. What just happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it struck me how much that stood out. Yeah. It, it really. It's I mean, really, that, and it's that like, really doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like it's really
0: three scary. verses, which is why I, I isolated it as its own chapter just to show how wacky it is. Yeah because, you know, you can read it in the normal reading and you just kind of skim by it. It's like right. that, that, those ellipses in, uh, in uh, The Great Gatsby when um, Nick sleeps with that guy, maybe. Um, but, but I,
1: I, 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 I think You kind of just go right by and you're like, wait, what? Um, but with, what, what it left me with is, is all the allusions to the Genesis stories. I mean, yeah. this, that was such an, uh, an obvious allusion to the um, Yisrael, you know, about to meet Asa, but all of a sudden God comes down and tries to kill him. Yeah. And then, you know, and then he changes his name, which is usually what goes on with it's the inter- circumcision. It's interesting that you uh, would say
0: that, too, because it's almost as though, I mean, if you, if, you, if you don't believe that this is a single author in the work of some redactors and many authors, it's kind of like they were like, oh crap! Like we had that. All, we also had that covenant with the circumcision. Let's get that in here somewhere. Yeah. No. No. It's and very much like in. it's
1: like Lamezirab, where they kind of have those recurring <laughs> um songs, like you know, like uh, how many times Lamezirab is like na 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 na, yeah. and it's like okay, let's do that song again, and like also Moshe by the well, where you know finding his wife right, by the well like that happened Eliezer, like three, three times in Genesis, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like I mean, just so many of but these. But where else are you gonna meet? Right, Most exactly. the well is just the where to where to go. Oh, I, I mean the well what is like the, the tinder of That's of the that place time. to be. People are just the well. The well. Where'd you meet the well? Where else? Right. And yeah. yes. And people are there <laughs> can you imagine like the sending the to the left, to the right, <laughs> to the left.
0: No, no. Dunk, <laughs> dunk, dunk.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I just, a lot of these really kind of familiar stories and tropes and, and, and literal kind of narrative that that just keep on, that that's repeated here for, for and, and seemingly repeated almost for no reason, because it yeah. doesn't, you know, what is included and what is not included in the story is, is really interesting. Yeah. I understand why there would need to be a Torah Shabal Pah, a, 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 you know... There was a big shift in my understanding
0: of this stuff when I realized, Oh, Rashi is explaining the mistakes. <laughs> could could be. I mean, or in a way, like, a lot of the commentary is explaining, like, even in that, there are some uh, pronouns that it's just really unclear who they're referring to. And there's a lot of, even in this translation entirely, there are a lot of weird pronouns, and the commentators are quick to jump in and be like, he is talking about Moshe. Because otherwise, you can't really read it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's there's, difficult. There's stuff that I'm going to get to much later on where I see it in English translations, and they just basically use the rabbinic, uh, interpretation of it because the Hebrew like is just so weird and metaphoric and doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. that it never even shows up in the English. Anyway, um, I do one of the things that I do like about this now that we're starting is that it feels like there's more of a civilization than Genesis. Like Genesis felt very much like a fairy tale, like storybooks, but now we have like. We have a massive nation of slaves, and we have a country with, with a monarch. Even, like, the Egypt in the end of Genesis that Joseph goes to feels like two rooms. This feels like a real country in a way. Yeah. Um, and even, like, Moses leaves and goes, to an, and goes to Midian, and there's a hotel. Somebody was running a business for the first time in a Bible. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that it's starting to feel, like the place feels a little bit more real than it used to. The other thing is um, I did look up, I didn't include it in this because I wanted it to seem as strange as possible, but this is pretty strange too. The rabbinic understanding of what happens at the hotel is that um, because Moses has not circumcised his son, God attacks him with a snake and the snake starts eating Moses from the feet up. And what happens is um, he's about, he's at about the, the, the waist and at that point Supurra takes the flint and circumcises his son and then the snake slithers away and leaves him be. That's crazy. Yeah. It's very crazy. Very like Harry Potter. Almost. Yes. You know it's, I mean. uh, God is a parcel tongue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stay after, we're going to have a conversation. I'd like to hear what your Torah are. If any, anybody here has a single word that they can sum up the, what we read into, I'd love to hear it. Mordechai, um, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Go to jqyouth.org. Um, just, just J-Q, JQY is, is, is the organization's name and jQyouth.org. all the information about um, JQ Youth. Uh, if you have or if, if you know any friends uh, from the Orthodox world who may be LGBT, um, no matter what age they are, there are resources on jQyouth.org that may be really helpful to them. You'll find out about our programming. Um, also, we have a lot of programming that is open to allies and straight people. And, and queer people and questioning people and all the, so you don't feel like you don't have to be LGBT to go to all of our programming. We have really, really wonderful um, holiday parties. Um, they're like, no one can do like a, a, a fabulous sukkah party the way that LGBT people can. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. it's true, I mean, I, come on, I, it's I, a party I, in a hut, fabulous. What about, what about uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right and or, 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 or and and so it's yeah and and we have a Purim party and we have a Hanukkah party and all these all these things are open all these <laughs> oh parties God. are open to everyone. Um, I, I'm gonna
0: apologize in advance for this. Is the Hanukkah party flaming? flaming. Stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, I'm
0: but, so sorry.
1: <laughs> but you know I think that um, in, in general, like I I, I come from the, the point of view that uh, sometimes uh, LGBT people are all about kind of well what you know what what can we get. From Judaism, we we want access to Judaism, and I, I do feel that we can also offer a lot because there is kind of you know um, without going to too much stereotypes, there's a gay aesthetic. We're pretty amazing. I mean you know I mean we we you know I mean like go you know go find a um, a wedding dress designer who's not gay. I mean come on. So we have a lot we'll to give and we have a lot to kind of, I think, add to Judaism and if we, when you come to our parties, you will see how much we can take these wonderful parties and really build upon them and make them really special. Um, so I really do recommend um, getting involved, whether you are LGBTQ or straight and, um, and yeah at jqyouth.org. Awesome.
0: So you can find the podcast on Facebook at Facebook. Just search for the fan page. Twitter at at omgwtfbible. There's a Tumblr. The website is omgwtfbible.com. Please listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, all podcast apps. If you like the show, share it. Excuse me. Come to a live (laughs) stream. That was disgusting. Yeah. I just, I finally had my whiskey. If you like the show, share it. Please come to a live show. We're in New York. We're going to be in Philly soon. We're going to be in the United Kingdom. Um, We're talking about doing a show in D.C. in February. We're going to be uh, at least three places on the East Coast. And please rate and review us on iTunes because it really, really helps. If you want to say something to me or tell me how wrong my translation is, my email address is omgwtfbible at gmail.com. Again, thank you, John. Thank you, Wendy Chin, for making the flyers. Thank you, Beauty Bar, for hosting us. Thank you, Mordechai, for reading so much. Thank you for being here, and thank you for listening. Please join us next month at Beauty Bar on 14th Street on September 22nd. Why Love Will Be Here to Read. Parshat Va'era, the next section of this book. And make sure to listen because next time, in the Bible,
1: plagues!